Principal Matters podcast bonus episode. Hey, friends, this is Will Parker from Principal Matters, the School Leaders Podcast, wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year as we wrap up 2022. This week, I'm going to share a bonus episode. And before I jump into that recording, I'm actually recording this intro, realizing after I listen back that only the most faithful will ever make it to the end of this episode because it's like 26 minutes long of me sharing a story from my childhood and everything I could remember from 2022 and all the things I'm going to be doing for 2023, my hopes and dreams for this podcast and for you. And so I just want to say this, that um, there is a really big piece of news that I'm sharing in this episode. So if you don't want to wait until the very end of the episode to hear what that big news is, you can just go to my website, williamdparker.com, and you can click on this bonus episode, which will be at the top of my page, and just scroll down to the bottom where it says big news. And then you'll hear the big news first or read it there so you don't have to listen to this entire podcast. Or if you're listening to this on a device where you want to just I don't know, fast forward to like minute 22 or 23, you'll probably find it there too. But if you want to listen from the very beginning to the very end, then you are such a good friend and no pressure. But if you do, um, I don't know, can you reach out and tell me like, will I listen to the whole thing? Because maybe, I don't know, I should um, think of some like, I don't if I could give a gold star from the teacher, or maybe I could send you a cool free resource, or maybe I could just say thanks either way. I am so grateful that you even listened this far into the introduction. And so I hope that you enjoy the rest of this week's update and that you can celebrate some big news with me for 2023. Hi friends, this is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the School Leaders Podcast, where each week I bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week, I want to talk about making every moment a learning moment, a year in review, looking back and looking ahead for principal matters. When I was five years old, um, my family moved to West Tennessee from San Diego, California. And my father had had a long career in the Navy, and he decided it was time to move his wife and five children at the time back home. During his Navy years, my dad had bought 120 acres adjacent to the farmland of my grandfather back in West Tennessee. The first time that we saw the property, I remember large oak and walnut trees surrounding an empty space that held the remains of the foundation where an old farmhouse had burned years before. This would become the spot where my dad and his younger brother would dig a 50 by 30 foot hole for a basement lined with cinder block walls, including a single entry with ground level side windows, a chimney in the middle of the structure, and a flat roof covering it all. Someday a two-story home would be built on that structure, but for six years that basement would become our new home. That same day that we visited the property for the first time, my dad took all five kids for a walk across the land. A 40-acre field carved out the northern part of the farm, which, which touched a gravel road that divided our land from my grandfather's. The southern half of the farm was another 80 acres of land that could be used for crops or grazing pastures. The rest of it was woods and creeks and gullies. 
We walked with my dad to the furthest end and through some wooded areas where an old field road lined its way through a tunnel of trees. And then we stepped out of this enclosure into knee-high sagebrush. I remember woods of pine and oak walling us in from both sides of, in this large pasture. I was only five years old, and my goal was then just simply to keep up with my dad and my three older brothers and my younger sister. But suddenly my dad stopped and he said, listen, we've walked a long way from the road and I've been leading the whole way. I would like for y'all to find your way back home without my help. Well, we looked at each other with puzzlement and curiosity and my older brother spoke first. I think we came from that way, he said, and he pointed in the direction he thought we should go. Are you sure, said my other brother. I think we're supposed to look at the sun and figure out which way to go. And so the arguments continued until one of us suggested that we walk in the field until we saw something familiar, which is what we did. My dad kept his place behind us so that we were forced to discuss our progress and, and choose our way forward without his help. And before long, we came to a bend in the field and ahead of us, we could see where the field led to a familiar space. And not long afterwards, we caught a glimpse of the old home place. It's one of the first memories I have living there. And I still remember the sense of relief and joy, knowing that we had found our way home, even though we hadn't yet built the place where we would live. Well, why am I telling you this story? I wanted to start here because I believe that lessons in learning are important. I think a lot of my life has been inspired by moments like that walk in the field. And although my father never earned much money in part-time farming, he did work as an electrician and later he started his own marine salvage business. But whatever work my father did, he was always interested in learning something new. For years, he owned beehives where he taught us to retrieve golden honey and combs that we would jar and enjoy all year long. He kept two milk cows that we tended morning and night, and we enjoyed the rich, creamy milk and butter that they produced as my mother was so faithful in milking our cows. I remember digging potatoes with my father and the joy of those fresh, soft, red-skinned, steamy wonders as we ate them with dinner. I remember fetching water from a spring until dad dug a well and plumbed the basement home. At the time, I didn't realize how often my family created learning moments for me. I remember the quiet nights when the five of us would gather around my dad who would open a book of fairy tales and read to us before we fell asleep. He had never finished high school. He had earned his GED while serving in the Navy when he was younger. And he and my mother did their best to surround us with books. And storytelling was an important tradition in our family. It was how we held on to memories. As I think back to those formative years, I can't help but wonder how much of what I do today is influenced by those past experiences. I still love adventure. And although my path has taken me away to another state from Tennessee, I still enjoy going back home every year. My own four, four children, and they're now three adult girls and one boy, they consider Christmas time in Tennessee a sacred tradition that I'm grateful that we can still enjoy. I remember after I found my footing as a young teacher, I saw the classroom as a place of adventure where students should not only encounter content standards, but also have memories 
of learning experiences. For instance, one day I brought bags of found objects to my classroom. I had students close their eyes while I placed items on the desk and they each had one minute to feel an object, poke and prod it, smell it, lift it. And then I collected the objects. And for the next few minutes, they wrote describing in as much detail as possible the intricacies of the objects that they had held. And then they took turns reading their descriptions aloud, allowing the others to guess what object they had described, its color or dimensions, before I would pull it from the bag to compare it to their description. I'm sure the state learning standards for that ninth grade language arts class included composing strong paragraph structures using a variety of literary forms, including description, expository, or argumentative writing. But what I wanted my students to discover was that their words created imagery and sparked imagination and could even inspire them and others to find joy and more curiosity. Several years later, in 2012, when I began blogging about my work as a school administrator, I remember returning from a visit to Washington, D.C., where I had been awarded the State Assistant Principal of the Year Award by the National Association of Secondary School Principals. I remember being so inspired by a room full of other education leaders who, for almost from almost every state, who were being recognized. It was the first time in my career where suddenly I realized that education was so much bigger than my school or my community or my state. I realized that I was really a part of a vibrant community of other educators who experienced the same challenges, the same joys, the same griefs, and many of the same lessons like my own, and yet also ones that were so different from mine too. And it was after that trip that I felt compelled to begin telling more stories of the lessons I was learning in education. I researched how to start a website, and in February of 2013, I began my first blog at my website, williamdparker.com. And each week I would write something that I was learning and post it there for other leaders who might be interested in learning with me. For the next two years, that was my habit. Every single week I would post something that I was learning in leadership. And in 2015, I decided to gather all of those posts together to curate them. And I created my first book, Principal Matters, The Motivation, Courage, Action, and Teamwork Needed for School Leaders. I self-published it, but it caught the attention of some other publishing companies. And soon I had two different education firms reaching out to me to ask if I would do a second book with them. And I agreed with Solution Tree Press to do a book called Messaging Matters, How School Leaders Can Inspire Teachers and Motivate Students and Reach Communities, which was published in 2017. At the same time, my principalship led me to an opportunity to work with other leaders and education conferences. I was being invited to speak at events and our State Principals Association reached out to me with an invitation to apply for an executive director opening at our State Principals Secondary Principals Association. And so I said, yes, after 24 years of being a teacher and a principal, I pivoted. And for the next five years, I served as that executive director, which is where I'm currently at now. It was in 2020 that I wrote my third book, Pause, Breathe, Flourish, Living Your Best Life as an Educator with Connected Publishing. And then the pandemic shifted everything. All the work that I was doing with leaders went into virtual settings. My blog by then had morphed into a weekly podcast and blog mix. I began to see 
it grow. And over time, that solo broadcast became a place where I was doing lots of interviews. I, I invited author and education leader Jen Schwanke to join me as a, as a co-host. And slowly, I began to see the engagement increase. My invitations for groups outside of Oklahoma to present and to train began to increase. And I've decided to launch my first online offering, my first mastermind offering for virtual meetings with school leaders from across the U.S. And in 2021, I began a series of virtual trainings for group leaders in other states who were participating in mastermind sessions and leadership series. And for all of those opportunities, I was engaging in them in the vacation days that my association work would provide for me. My trainings that I was doing virtually, I've offered early mornings, sometimes central time I'm up for 7 a.m. trainings that are being offered 8 a.m. on the East Coast, or maybe I'm doing trainings with folks on the Pacific Coast in the evening hours. My work inside my state and across the country has been so exhilarating and sometimes exhausting as I just keep learning from all of these, from all of these moments but I'm grateful for the ongoing learning because it's provided me relationship building and it's given me lots and lots of opportunities to collaborate. Before I talk about where the work in Principle Matters is going next, I just want to say a few thank yous. As I look back, it's just this past year. Every year I try to wrap up the podcast with a year in review and I want to make sure this year that I do the same by thinking, first of all, uh, some of my podcast guests. This past year has been another amazing opportunity to learn from others. And I'd like to thank 32 guests who are on my show this past year, um, including Jen Schwanke, Chris Jones, Tim Elmore, Kyle Palmer, Jethro Jones, Timothy Alexander, Principal L, TJ Vari, Joseph Jones, Eric Garcia, Pete Hall, Warren Glenn, Carrie Lanaus, Garth Larson, Britt Klein, Giselle James, Rachel Smith, Ian Frank, Lisa Miner, Noah Campbell, Daniel Bauer, DJ Klein, Jeff Springer, Sapna Hopkins, Anya Kamenetz, Zach Bauermaster, Jordan Master, Christy Kirshner, Danny Massey, Jimmy Casas, Shanita Perry, and Lute Croy. And of course, a big thanks to my co-host, Jen Schwanke, who joined me this year for 15 episodes. You know, the podcast, Principal Matters, the School Leaders podcast has more now, it has more than 880,000 downloads with an average of 20,000 downloads per month for the past year. Here's a quick snapshot of those stats. Right now, this podcast has an all-time download number of 884,058. In the last 30 days, it's been downloaded 21,579 times. And just for 2022, it was downloaded 248,052 times. So thank you if you're one of those people who regularly listens to this podcast. In addition to the podcast, I've had lots of opportunities to provide events and training through the podcast too and through this work. So I was able to finish trainings and offer several new opportunities for ongoing sessions and presentations during 2022. And here's just a few highlights from January through December, 
2022, I've offered several ongoing executive coaching sessions with one-on-one leadership opportunities for superintendents and principals and assistant soups who've wanted to have some of that one-on-one feedback to help them grow in their leadership. From January through May of 2022, I finished a series with the Ohio School of Sponsorships. I did a monthly leadership impact offering for them that was so wonderful and encouraging for my own growth. And from January through May of 2022, I also worked with Pecos Barstow's Toyas ISD, a district in Texas, doing a Grow Leadership Academy, which was a monthly series that we did together. In February 18th, 2022, the National Salmon Innovation Project invited me to do a webinar on my book, Pause, Breathe, Flourish. So thank you to Mark Schellinger for that invitation. On June 3rd, 2022, Pecos Barstow Toya invited me for a full-day leadership session on Pause, Breathe, Flourish. So thank you to to Superintendent Brent Jaco for that invitation. On June 21st, 2022, I was at part of a leadership summit with First Education Resources um, presenting on my book, Pause, Breathe, Flourish. So thank you to Garth Larson for that invitation. From August through December of this year, I did another series of virtual monthly sessions with the Ohio Sponsorship Leadership Impact Series, including a Grow Leadership Academy and a Mastermind Virtual Monthly Series. Thank you to Sheila Vitali for that wonderful invitation. From August, December through 2022, I continued a Grow Leaders Academy with the Archdiocese of Louisville principals. So thank you to Superintendent Mary Beth Bowling for that invitation. And thank you also to the Palo Alto High School leadership team for participating this year in a Grow Leaders Academy. And thank you to my friend, Principal Brent Klein, for that invitation. And then in October, I was invited to Brazos Support ISD in Texas by my friend Danny Massey to do a full day or to do a half day training with his leaders and then an evening training with his leaders on Pause, Breathe, Flourish. So big thanks uh, to my friends who invited, invited me to those opportunities for ongoing learning. My books have still been uh, requested throughout this year, and they're helpful in the trainings and resources that I provide. So if you've uh, read them, thank you so much. And if you haven't, you can check out the following titles at my website or in Amazon. My first book, Principal Matters, The Motivation, Action, Courage, and Teamwork Needed for School Leaders, which was updated and expanded in 2017. My second book, Messaging Matters, How School Leaders Can Inspire Teachers, Motivate Students, and Reach Communities, which is available on Solution Tree Press's website or Amazon or on my website. Pause, Breathe, Flourish, Living Your Best Life as an Educator can be found at Connect Ed Publishing or at Amazon or my website. And a big thanks to Jimmy Casas and Jeff Zuhl for inviting me to publish with that company. I'm especially proud of the free study guide available for Pause, Breathe, Flourish, which you can find located if you go to connected.org and go to the resources tab, and I will also place it in the show notes. But I want to give you some big news that's coming up for 2023. As I look back at the year, I'm excited, but as I look forward, I'm also excited. Last month, November of 2022, I announced to my state association members that I'm resigning from my position as executive director of our state secondary principals association, effective June 30th, 2023. And this allows us the next six months to advertise the opening, to finish out the training trainings and the conferences that I help assist or facilitate for the spring semester. And beginning July 1, 2023, I will become a full-time consultant and independent contractor with Principal Matters. You know, Principal Matters has been providing ongoing content for school leaders, but I'm so excited that it's going to enhance and grow even more providing content for, for school leaders, including 
some new book ideas, more trainings, more executive coaching, and more select presentations. If you are interested in what those options are going to look like, I invite you to think about how we could work together for the 23-24 school year, because I begin planning my calendar out now for the school year that's coming ahead. So if you're interested in training that you can engage in in 23-24, begin having those conversations with your leadership now and reach out to me. Here are three things that I'm offering for 23-24. Number one, my Grow Leadership Academy. This is an ongoing year-long curriculum-based training for essential roles and tools for education leaders. It's an ideal training for principals and assistant principals. And I have a prospectus linked on my website for the Grow Leaders Academy. Second, the Leadership Impact Mastermind. This is a facilitated group session with like-minded leaders who join together for collaboration and solutions. We do book studies, self-reflection exercises, and we have a hot seat opportunity for leaders each week who can unpack together found solutions. Participants are encouraged to enroll in this if they've been through the Grow Leaders Academy, but not required. And you can find that prospectus on my website as well for the Leadership Impact Mastermind Series. Number three is Climbing Together Executive Coaching. This is my one-on-one sessions where I offer reflective cycles of inquiry, problem solving. These sessions can be quarterly, but they can also be set up weekly, monthly, or bi-monthly, depending on what your interest is. But in these sessions, we also do one-on-one content discussion, goal setting together, and reflective questions where I help you unpack solutions for what the greatest challenges is that you're facing and how to find solutions for them. Of course, I'm also available to keynote on my presentations or my books, and you can reach out to me at will at williamdparker.com if you're interested in any of those offerings, or you can go to my website at williamdparker.com and click the services button to find out more. Finally, for the 2023 year, I'm excited to explore sponsorships. Principal Matters is going to be a full-time venture, which means that this allows me now to open my podcast to select sponsorships. With an average of more than 20,000 downloads a month, I am eager to share with you some of my most trusted resources in education leadership. So if you're listening to this and you have a resource you just love, point me toward that organization, or if you're listening to this and you have resources that you would love to be able to sponsor a part of this podcast so that you're getting your resources in front of other leaders, then reach out to me at my email address at at williamdparker.com. I want to wrap up this episode with another story. When I was in high school, I was hiking in the fields and woods behind my childhood home in West Tennessee that I described at the beginning of this episode. And it was a wintry afternoon. I was wearing plenty of layers, including gloves and a mitten hat. The woods and the gullies near our house are are filled with oaks and holly trees and evergreens. And thick blankets of leaves and pine needles cover the ground there. If you go further along the creek bed, you can find a beaver dam. And if you sit long enough on the water's bank, you may see a gray egret or a flock of ducks land in front of you to forage for food. As I made my way through the woods that afternoon, I I worked until I ended up following a fence line into an open field. And I realized it was the same one that my father had led us into the first time that we were on the farm when I was five years old. The sun was setting in the west. 
but I couldn't see it as the clouds were thick overhead and, and dusk was quickly turning to dark. So I walked north in the direction of the house. But in a few minutes, the darkness deepened and suddenly I realized that I could not see, but just a few feet in front of me. I was thankful that I was intimate with the surroundings, but at the same time, it's not easy to find your way ahead in the darkness, even in a familiar place. I could tell that I was still in the field where I had started heading north, but I was having difficulty knowing exactly how far I had gone or how far it would be before I could reach home. And the temperatures began to drop and I was feeling coldness closing in. I wasn't panicked, but I have to admit that my thoughts began pressing in on me. Thoughts like, what if I'm going the wrong direction? Or what happens if I get turned around? Or what if I find myself freezing and I'm lost? And this was all before anyone was carrying smartphones. So at this point, I said a prayer and I hoped that I could depend on my sense of direction to find my way home. So slowly I plodded along, my boots pushing through the dry sagebrush, and I scanned for any sign that I was on the right path. And a few minutes later, I suddenly saw a light flicker to my to my right and west. I walked a few more steps, and then I I glimpsed a warm orange light. And I remember just standing still, trying to make sense of this small, bright orb. It seemed so out of place in the darkness when suddenly I realized it was a window, a single window in the distance. It took me a few minutes to realize that it was a single window in my house in the distance. The entire structure was just swallowed by darkness, but the single orange window shone like a beacon, like a welcome friend calling me home. It, it's really hard to describe the feeling that I had at that moment, but I haven't forgot it. I have looked at that house thousands of times, and I could describe all the angles of the roof and the placement of every door and window, but I had never known how beautiful the light of a single window could be until I was so cold and had felt so lost. Sometimes when I'm traveling far from home, or I'm speaking in an unfamiliar city, or I'm driving roads of a town or a state that I've not been to before, I imagine the light in that window, the warmth of a home that promises a safe place where you find food and rest and kin. It's a place where you share stories of your adventures. It's a promised refuge, even in the moments of unexpected darkness. And sometimes I like to remember that we all have the comfort of knowing that there are little windows out there that give us a glimpse that we're maybe heading in the right direction after all. And as I look back at 2022, and as I look ahead at 2023, I, I feel like I see a glimpse, a window ahead that's beckoning me towards this new adventure. And I want to ask you, will you travel it with me? Um, for those of you that are longtime listeners, you've been on this journey with me a long time. And for those of you that may be listening for the first time, you may be wondering, what in the world is this podcast about? And I invite you to go back and listen to all the other episodes if, you, if you're curious. But I want to end with a few thoughts. As I look at the year that we just finished and the one around the corner, I know that there are no guarantees of what's ahead. But I hope that maybe there's a few shared lessons that we can remind ourselves of as we look ahead. Lessons like these. Number one, pay attention to where you've been. Pay attention to where you're going. Number two, 
rely on the wisdom of others and the lessons you learn from them that give you insight for your tomorrow. Number three, be grateful to those with whom you are learning, for those with whom you can share the journey, and for those to whom you can tell your stories. And number four, savor the moment, the moment that you're in. And as you plan for what's ahead, trust your sense of direction and say a prayer for what is and what is not in your control. I hope as you wrap up your 2022 and begin your 2023, that you'll find the path ahead a little easier to navigate because of the lessons that we're learning together. Will you keep learning them with me? So I would love to hear from you. Even if it's just a quick, hey, Will, this is what I'm thinking about for 2023. Would you send me an email at will at williamdparker.com and just check in. I would love to hear from you. Please, let's stay connected through this community that we've built as fellow leaders. And as we do, I wish for you a and for your loved ones a blessed holiday and a happy new year ahead. And thanks again for doing what matters. We'll talk to you again soon. You can find free resources like this one at my website at williamdparker.com.